0: So here we are in August, when we have a new theme for August, Inclusion in Action. And you are invited. You are invited to this party of Inclusion in Action. Consider this, your open invitation, which is today's talk. Your open invitation to Inclusion in Action. Ernest Holmes said this. He said, there is no individual good. Good belongs to everyone. Good fulfills itself only when it multiplies itself. Therefore, there is no good that belongs to you or to me alone. <clears throat> no fi- excuse me. No final piece to us only as individuals. The watchword is not exclusion but inclusion. And the more good we release the more good we experience. Well, that seems fairly simple, does it not? That is very straightforward without ambiguity. The watch word is inclusion, not exclusion, inclusion. You know, and so it started thinking, it started me thinking about exclusion or exclusivity, right? We make exclusive clubs right? We attend exclusive spas, or we take exclusive vacations, and we eat at exclusive restaurants. But what does all of that mean, really, when you come right down to it, right? Oh, last year, you know, I went to a very exclusive resort last year. Well, of course it was last year, we weren't we're not able to leave the country anymore it had to be last year but i mean if you think about what exclusivity means when we say things like that i went to an exclusive club or resort or whatever it means exclude the word exclusive means exclude it means we exclude folks right certain people that are not invited in you know those people right those people, the ones we'd rather not dine with or we'd rather not sit on the beach next to or lounge in a hot tub alongside of or, or stay in a cabana adjacent to. You know, those people, the people that we exclude, our brothers and sisters that we exclude by income level, by profession, by skin color, by class system, right? That's what exclusive means. We exclude. And Ernest Holmes said in that quote, the watchword, it's not exclusion. It is inclusion. The more good we release, the more good we experience. You know, it reminds me of that old poem by Edwin Markham, right? About, you know, drawing in that circle. He said, um, he drew a circle to shut me out heretic rebel, a thing to flout. But love and I had the wit to win. We drew a circle and took him in. <laughs> and that's what we need to do. We need to draw as big a circle as we can and take the whole world in. The more good we release, the more good we experience. So that, is, that means it is incumbent upon us to be the do-gooders do-gooders? Yeah, okay, whatever. We must find ways to do good, to release good into the world. So that means to make our circle as big as we can, to exclude, exclude no one. To make our circle of inclusion as big as we can. To make our circle of inclusion encircle the globe, right? We have to roam around the countryside looking for opportunities, To make our circle as big as we can. To include everyone. To do good for others knowing there are no others. Right? If there is only one, and we pray that all the time, there's only one, there's only God. Incarnating itself is all life everywhere. If there's only one, then there are no others. So the good we do for others, we're doing for ourselves. Ernest Holmes said this. He said, each individual is a unique variation of the universe. No two people are alike, and yet all people are rooted in that which is identical. That's it. There is only this one energy. Physicists knew it. Mystics knew it. Everyone knew it. We know it now. There is only one energy. That energy incarnates itself as everything, as all forms. But down to the elemental level Everything is energy. Matter is energy. Everything is energy. That energy is God. It is God expressing itself, showing itself in form, becoming that which it expresses to desire, and we are that. We have to get over this false belief in separation, in exclusivity, and know of ourselves in and as oneness. That's it. We're just oneness. And so everyone you meet, everyone you see, just another form of God showing up. It is just another form of that divine energy in form. When we know of everyone as extensions of us, right, extensions of that one energy, that one life, individualized but not individuals, then the good we do for all is good we do for us. Of course, there's only that one. There is only the one. There is no separation ever. The only separation is in our mind, and it's a false belief. Ernest Holmes, in 365 Science of Mind, he said this. He said, there is one spirit incarnated in everyone. As immortal presence, forever expanding, causing everything to grow. What a difference it would make in our human relations If we tried to sense the meaning of this divine incarnation in all people and adjust our viewpoint to the truth that we are all bound together in the unity of God. And what a difference it would make what a difference it would make. See, that's the inclusion part, right? So our theme for this month, inclusion in action. So that's the inclusion part, to recognize, to get it deep within our souls, to get it in our minds, get it in our hearts. There is only one. There is only one of us in whatever form it shows up, in whatever shape, in whatever color, right? It is only God showing up in form. That's the inclusion part. You know, and you know that old bumper sticker? I'm sure, there, I'm sure you've seen that old bumper sticker about practice random acts of kindness and senseless beauty, right? Okay, so, so it was first penned by Ann Herbert, I think. Yeah, Ann Herbert. Anyway, that's the action part, right? So we, we just talked about the inclusion part. We're all one. That's all there is, is just one. So the action part is practicing random acts of kindness and senseless beauty. That is the act part, A-C-T. Action changes things, action changes things. That's our job. That's the act part. Because here's the thing. you know, We always talk about the principle and the practice, right? So the principle is inclusion. The principle is unity. There is only one of us. So the principle is oneness. The practice is the action. The practice is the action. We have to act as if. We have to know our oneness and then act that way. Act it out in the real world. We must know we are one in truth, and then we must act on that truth in the physical world. You know, there is something to know, and there is something to do, right? This is a practical spirituality. We know this. There is something to know. There is something to do. Our spiritual faith philosophy is not simply theory. We don't just sit around talking about this stuff. We know it is a practical philosophy. We know it is a faith in action. We know that Ernest Holmes said, treat and move your feet. There is always something to do. And the basic ideas of science of mind, Ernest Holmes said this. He said, the good you have chosen and planted in the realm of cause requires definite action on your part. And it needs to be right action. So he says it right there. There is something to know. That's what we get in our meditation and in our prayer work. And then there is something to do. That's the moving the feet part. So we pray, we listen, we act. And we must become good allies to everyone around us. We have to. We have to. We have to become good allies to the women of the Me Too movement. We have to become good allies to the Black Lives Matter movement. We have to become good allies to the LGBTQIA movement. We have to become good allies to all of these people who absolutely are God-informed. God-informed. Because what do we know? Core concept one, God is all there is. So God is showing up as that too. God is showing up as that too. God is showing up as that too. We must become good allies in equality, in openness, in unity, proving the principle of oneness in relationships. We must prove the principle of oneness. All the time always we cannot prove the principle of oneness by keeping a consciousness of separation doesn't work that way we can't be in denial either you know I love some of those religious scientists among us you know the ones that sit in the ivory towers and they're like well I prayed that's good enough you know no there is a component of move your feet we can't just sit in the ivory tower and say well I did my prayer work that's enough there is an action component to this there is in the, in the ivory tower, but there's also in the trenches. And we have to be in both. We have to treat and move our feet. We cannot just be in denial either. We can't just pretend everything is fine because right where I am, everything is fine. Right in my little bubble, everything is fine. When you know work needs to be done, right? Because you know being in denial, you know what that is, right? Being in denial, D-E-N-I-A-L. You do, right? You know what that means. Don't even notice I am lying. That's what denial means. Don't even notice I am lying, okay? So we can't be in denial. We have to not pretend anymore that everything is just fine, you know? It's like the the practitioner or the religious scientist in hell, you know, who's like la la la, you know, fingers in the ears and I'm not here and it's not hot. (laughs) We cannot be in denial anymore when we absolutely know we can know the truth and there is still work to be done. There is still work to be done in the physical world. So work like, work like listening to people. We have to listen to women who have testified in the Me Too movement. We have to listen to our BIPOC friends, right? Black indigenous people of color. We have to listen to them. We ha- and that is being a good advocate for our brothers and sisters of color. We have to call out racism when we hear it. We have to call out sexism when we hear it. We have to call out homophobia when we hear it. That's being a good advocate. That's being an ally in action we have to call it out. Like that, that lovely um, uh, video right before our celebration of John Lewis saying we, we have to get into that good trouble. We have to stand in our truth. We have to call it out. And yet Ernest Holmes said we have to be for something and against nothing, right? Before something and against nothing. That means we're always working knowing, going for what we want, not running from what we don't want. To always stand in the truth of oneness, to always stand in the truth of wholeness does not allow us to be exclusive. It does not allow us to separate out those people. There aren't those people. Those people don't exist. They are us. We are them. There's only one. We cannot be good practitioners of science of mind and spirit and say that other people don't count or other people are less than when all people are outpicturings, incarnations of the one spirit, the one life. Social justice demands we know the truth of our wholeness and our oneness and that we do what we can to create that outpicturing on earth. And before you tell me I'm starting to get political here, I want you to know this is social justice. There's nothing political about it. Social justice starts in the pulpit all the time. The abolitionists started with ministers in the pulpit, demanding, demanding an end to slavery. What the legislators did after that, what the politicians did after that, that was their job. But wholeness, oneness, freedom, qualities of God that are that are spoken from, from the platform Those are social justice issues. Those will forever be spoken from the pulpit because they are human rights issues. They are not political issues. The women's right to vote was an equality issue. It was a human rights issue. It wasn't a political issue. It became one when the the politicians take it up. But it's a human rights issue. Child labor laws so that seven and eight, nine year old kids were not in the mines anymore. That was a human rights issue. It was taken up by ministers, and it was taken up in the pulpit, and then it was taken over by politicians. Then it became political, but it was a human rights issue. Workplace safety, OSHA laws, so that people didn't get killed by going to work. That's a human rights issue. That's a social justice issue. It's not a political issue. It becomes political when the politicians use it to get votes, right? but they also use it to change our world. They also use it to change it. But what we know in in religious science, in the science of mind and spirit, what we know is that no matter what we do, it all starts in love. It all starts in prayer. It all starts in consciousness. In the consciousness of oneness, it has to. It has to. We need to know first and then do. And that knowing has to come from prayer and meditation. We have to get the direction first. We have to know what to do before we can do it. Ernest Holmes said this. He said, uh, you know, well, everything has to be done in love. But wait a minute. Let Let me say exactly what the quote was. He says, my love goes out to everyone in the world. I do not exclude anyone for I love all nature and everything that is. My love warms and lightens everything that it touches. It goes out to all places. The love flowing through me is power to all who come into contact with it and all feel and know that I love. The love within me is complete and perfect. And that is the consciousness behind what we do when we do it. We do things in love. Consider this your open invitation to create a new world. This month, this August, this this period of action, inclusion in action, consider this your invitation to work to create this new world. Together we can pray, together we can imagine, together we set the intention. Then we move our feet toward something. We don't have this philosophy for nothing. We don't embrace this philosophy just to talk about it. We embrace this philosophy because it is a practical spirituality. And by practical, we mean it changes things. We treat and we move our feet. We cannot know oneness and treat people differently. That is just that cognitive dissonance will not work. We cannot know our oneness and then separate people out and treat them differently. We cannot believe spirit is incarnating in all life and then treat some of that life differently than others. That is not consistent with our faith and our philosophy. And we all can't do everything, but all of us can do something. All of us can at least do something. You know, not, not all of us are going to go out on the street and protest every weekend, but some of us might, and that's okay, as long as you're wearing your mask and you're staying socially distant and you're keeping your distance from other, other protesters on the street. Sure, some of us will choose to do that. Saturdays and Sundays, go out, march with masks, staying socially distant. Some of us will write letters, Right? Write letters to our congressmen. Write letters to our senators. Write letters to other state senators. That's okay, you can do that too. Or send postcards. Demand justice. Demand equality, right? Some of us are sending money to just causes, like Southern Poverty Law Center, or like the ACLU, or like organizations that Black Lives Matter uh, promotes, that can help stimulate change that we wish to see in the world. We can all do something to create a world that works for everyone because that is what we're here to do. We are here at this time, in this place, to be the agents of change, to be the place where the world changes. We can all do something. We all have some part in awakening humanity to its magnificence. We must know that. We are called to know something, and we are called to do something. Love calls us to honor and to respect each other. Love calls us to treat each other equally. Love calls us to be better human beings. Love demands we treat each other the way we would want to be treated. And love calls us to end xenophobia, end homophobia, end racism, end sexism, end all the other isms that enable us to continue to cling to the illusion of separation. (sighs) Ernest Holmes said this, Someday, We shall learn to lay our burdens at the altar of love that they may be consumed by the fire of faith in the living spirit. I invite you to consider today is that day. Consider this, your open invitation Consider this your opportunity to put inclusion in action. Consider this your opportunity to create a world that works for everyone. Consider this the time that the beloved community is made a reality. Thank you so much.